0: Hello and welcome to Building Better Futures, the Ambition podcast. Ambition is a recruitment business with an established presence in London, Australia, Hong Kong, Singapore and Kuala Lumpur. In London, Ambition focuses exclusively on business services recruitment for professional services and our consultants are experts in the professional services recruitment market within our specialist industries. We provide employers with a flexible model to assist with permanent fixed term contract, interim and temporary recruitment at all levels of seniority. In this, our first episode, the topic up for discussion is how the coronavirus is shaping the way we work at the moment. It also looks at how companies within professional services across finance and accounting, business development and marketing and insolvency and restructuring are adapting to deal with the current situation. During the recording, I was joined remotely, of course, by three members of the senior management team here at Ambition. Ben Stevenson, Director of Business Development. Adam Silver, Associate Director for Business Advisory. But the first voice you'll hear is that of Matthew Gardner, Director of Finance and Accounting. I asked him to tell me what life has been like during the lockdown.
1: Yeah, it's been, um, it's certainly been, been different. So I've been at home with my Daughter and and wife, so yeah, challenging from a from a working at home perspective. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, lots of screaming kids trying to keep keep uh, her occupied as well, trying to, as well as trying to do my my day job.
0: And I'm sure that's something that uh, many clients can empathise with as well. And. What has the approach been from clients in reaction to the current situation, would you say?
1: So, yeah, it's it's very sort of week on week. I think what we saw first first week of this was very much uh, uh, taking of stock uh, and prioritising those people that were currently employed um, by those firms. Quite a lot of the cases that involved shipping uh laptops uh adoption of new technologies whether that be zoom teams and various other other forms um so that, that was really the the first week's priorities for for firms um following that um, we've definitely seen uh, a number of firms continue with interview processes through um, various again various technologies and and video interviews and, and various other things um the reality is a lot of firms have put roles on the hold and and now really the key thing that we've seen over the course of the last week is firms really identifying what roles are business critical uh, and obviously depending on the function level um current team setups that that has varied across uh, across our business areas
0: Ben is this something that you've seen echoed in your sphere?
2: Yeah, definitely. And I think um, you sort of made the point in your uh, open question there around uh, empathising. And I think that's a big thing that uh, we've been talking about internally is making sure that we're coming from a point of, of empathy for our our clients and candidates, because this is such a new and challenging time for for everyone. Um, And and I think, you know, whether that's being on the phone to somebody and and hearing their own personal situation uh, unfold in the background, but also understanding that businesses do have to take a moment to um, just see how how this is going to work for them in terms of everybody working from home. How do they onboard people uh, when that person has never set foot in, in an office? And we did have a situation where a candidate actually interviewed from New Zealand uh, and uh, started with a firm uh, last week, and everything seemingly has gone gone well for that individual. And and now that they're working out how to build relationships internally when they can't meet these people that they ordinarily would face to face, and and whether that's within their specific team or or with partners that they're dealing with as well. So, you know, everyone's learning through this. think from what we've seen, um, a number of businesses are, are responding to it incredibly well and um, and really putting their, their best foot forward and, and keeping business going as much as usual as they possibly can under these uh, very different circumstances.
0: And Matt, what would you say to that? Yeah, just to, just to,
1: just to add another point to what, what Ben was saying around the onboarding process, it's been really interesting to see how quickly people have Adapted and evolved, and we've had a number of um, bits of feedback to say that actually some of the the remote onboarding has gone far more slickly and um, yeah, generally better than than some of the the face to face onboarding. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this thing's evolved. But um, what what's quite clear is that a number of these practices th- practices and things we have adopted will will be here to stay, and and um, will actually make firms firms better, uh, whether that's interview processes, onboarding, or generally how they're running their, their firms
0: uh, now if i could come over to you adam adam silver associate director at business advisory what are the similarities and the differences in your market
3: i, mean, I think if i will start with the similarities i think everything that uh that matt and ben have just said there is, is spot on and, and i also agree that there will be a lot of good that comes from from this process um I think, generally speaking, one of the challenges we have within recruitment is is sort of managing a process as efficiently in terms of timeframes as as we can do, and and that can be because clients just haven't got um, space to interview candidates quickly enough. and And actually, this process of being able to interview somebody over um, over video a VC call really is very efficient, and and I think clients are starting to realise that this is this is a a good way of. Of actually, filtering even potentially first stage interview processes. So we're hoping that this will be something that we'll end up seeing from this point on. Once lockdown has has kind of um, come to its come to its conclusion, um, so I think there's a lot of positives that will will come from this, and also how people are going to be able to work work from home. I think some of the differences I've noticed in in my market is that um, although right here, right now, I think every client's in a similar boat where they're just doing a bit of an assessment as to what recruitment is essential. Um, If I fast forward three months from here, I think the clients that we are working with are suggesting that actually within the world of insolvency and restructuring, they're likely to be a lot busier and there'll be a lot more work around for those those clients, um, which will require staffing. Um, I think initially we'll probably end up seeing more contract staffing. So clients probably not sure how long they'll need people, whether the work is going to be a one- one sort of hit of um, in flood of new new appointments and then um, maybe it will die off towards sort of the start of next year. So it could well be that actually recruiting someone on a permanent basis that you may then have to let go later down the line is probably not going to be what our clients will want to do. But if you can hire a contractor for that period of time, then I, I imagine that's what we'll end up doing. So I guess we're trying to partner with our clients currently on on those needs and starting to build a candidate pipeline of contractors can support them when things get um get busy
0: ben would you say there are any and i I don't know if positives really is the correct word but i think you'll know what i mean but are there any advantages perhaps to employees who are open to starting the recruitment process or you know for candidates who are as well
2: uh definitely i think you know to some extent Um, some businesses will take a pragmatic view of this, which is it it will be over at some point. Um, Obviously, we want it to be over as as soon as possible. However, a lot of recruitment processes actually can be uh, quite uh, lengthy. So if you were to start a a process right now, it wouldn't be unfeasible for that process to take three months uh, for us to find the right candidates, for those candidates to obviously make themselves available to go through a process and and to get to a point where you're uh, able to coordinate the availability of all the different stakeholders, it it takes time. And and as I say, that can roll out to about three months. And then bear in mind, at more senior levels, a a person can be on three months notice anyway. Um, You're actually looking at start dates of September, October, and that's actually in a, a relative best case scenario. So, to so actually, uh, as I say, if you're pragmatic and, and look to the future and think, you actually, we we came into this with a, a business plan. If that business plan still has relevance for the for the next sort of um, uh, for the future, then then we can actually proceed with this hiring. Okay, it's under a. A, a VC sort of scenario but we can still test for good skills and uh, and get as much as we possibly can across in, in that medium um, until such time as we will be able to meet these individuals in, in person and, and make those final decisions so yeah our, our view would be to be able to move forward as possible if possible
0: I'll ask this question to all of you I'll see which one of you fancies jumping in Uh There's that situation, I guess, at the moment that um, you'll be conducting interviews or you'll be engaging with uh, maybe your members of staff or people from other companies where you just don't know what could happen. You know, if you're on a webinar, the the video could suddenly go down, the sound quality could suddenly all go to pot or uh, a member of the family could pop in through the door. Or the dog could start barking. Is there any way that kind of thing almost uh, relaxes the whole process, humanises the whole process, if you like, and may even be an advantage for uh, people looking for that next role?
2: I wouldn't necessarily suggest that you set up a distraction <laughs> as a as a, an interview tip. Um, would be would be my initial thoughts on that. Where possible, you want to obviously. Get as good of internet connection, and and obviously put yourself in a position where you know the room is well lit, and um, and you can come across as best as possible in a professional way. Um, but dare we say sometimes the odd. Uh, unplanned interruption
0: may count to your favour but there we go that was me just throwing one out there being <laughs> utterly utterly wrong that's happened before
1: I'd add to that point so we're I, I would encourage everyone to, to speak to us and ask us uh, just like you would do for a face-to-face interview to get the the, the necessary preparation we're doing a lot more coaching and, and putting a lot more content out there um to help with specifically video, video interviewing, because a lot of um, people haven't done video interviews before, and it's very different. Um, but I'll, I'll also say that um, actually everyone has got a lot more understanding that everyone at, is at home, it is different, you've got families, other lives going on around you, I think I think people do understand that. So um, yeah, uh, I don't think people should be overly worried about, uh, about the situations uh, that they're in, in regards to, yeah, calls, whether that be within their current teams or, or when they're interviewing.
0: So that's advice, I guess, uh, for remote interviewing. What about advice for remote working? Who'd like to start here?
3: Yeah, I'm happy to, to jump in. I mean, I think if I look across my, my division of business advisory, you've got, um, I guess, very different personalities and some are probably taken to working from home really, really well. Uh, others others maybe find it a bit, more, a bit more challenging. So I think the difficulty the three of us got uh, is is sort of keeping our, our staff as connected as possible uh, and as motivated as, as they can possibly be. So it certainly does have its challenges. And I guess the, the sort of key for us is just communication, ensuring that everyone um, knows what each other are doing. We're all working to a common purpose and a common goal. Um, and I think there's some, there's some clarity on our expectations as well. And we've got to be realistic that Although um, there's a lot you can do from home, it isn't the same as being in the office, and and perhaps sometimes you lack a bit of fluidity when you're when you're working um, remotely and you're working via sort of video conference calls. But what, what we have seen is there's a real togetherness with everybody, um, and there seems to be, uh, I guess, a, a re- on the whole, a relatively positive attitude towards. Doing what you can to sort of help um, your client or your candidate and each other as 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 a team. So, for me personally, there are challenges, but I feel like we're we're sort of overcoming those, um, and it's just about keeping everyone as stimulated as as possible. Whether that be um, sort of, I guess, refreshing the daily and weekly wins. Setting a goal and seeing how we've how we've got on that, uh, and just kind of keep things as lighthearted as as possible. Um, I wouldn't say my team necessarily always have the best banter, uh, and I'm certainly guilty of, of probably having the worst of everybody. But um, I guess there's that there's that camaraderie between everyone, and, and everyone seems to be, um, I guess, just trying to make the best of a of a sort of slightly difficult situation.
2: I definitely but, agree with you there, Adam. And um, someone put it to me on on the weekend this concept of working from home. You know, when we're not actually working from home in the traditional sense, of course. We're we're actually all working with the backdrop of a global pandemic. And and there's a lot of people that just aren't used to working at home, let alone um, you know, with family being in the next room, with, you know, not being allowed out of your house. So at the moment that you know, word empathy and and understanding as you said suggested, Adam, I think it's incredibly important from a management point of view that we we have that, and and that it, things aren't quite usual just at the moment. I definitely agree on um, Adam being poor at banter, and I would agree
1: with you. <laughs> that was
0: That's an open goal, wasn't it? Go. Well, I
1: thought I'd give him
3: a cheap shot there. obviously,
1: no, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I agree with what, what both the guys are, uh, are saying. Uh, I think the the keeping some some fun into the into this is um, is really important. I think I think it is very stressful for, for everyone at the moment in every in every walk of life. So having ensuring that there is some fun during the day and throughout the week is, is really important. So I've seen a lot of firms do different things. Obviously, the the uh, the pub quizzes seem to be seem to be really popular, and, and we did one uh, last Friday, which which seems to go down very well. Um, but yeah, again, the, the key things is really communication, remaining connected, uh, goal setting throughout the day. And and making sure you're really looking after your your, your mental and, and physical health. So again, not enough time in this conversation to delve into to, to that. But um, absolutely, people should be taking breaks and, and looking after um, their health. Uh, jumping on the Joe Wicks uh, workout uh, videos uh, is probably probably one of my highlights with my daughter. Um, but yeah, uh, it's important that people are looking after themselves.
0: So we've heard Adam talk about what he thinks might happen in the next few months. Uh, Matt and Ben, I'm going to ask you the same. Uh, Matt, uh, if you could look into your crystal ball, what do you think is going to happen?
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. It can be quite difficult to tell because each, each day is is changing. But I'll tell you what we're seeing now, what I sort of expect to see over the next, next um, couple of weeks. And we are still seeing recruitment in areas like... Credit control, revenue billing, um, any role that really focuses on uh, cash bringing money in. Obviously, most of our clients are professional services firms, so there there is a lot of focus on on whip and lockup, uh, an outstanding uh, revenue that hasn't yet been collected. So, typically, with firms where where they maybe are facing cash flow issues at the moment, then having um, having some new people focus on those areas is obviously going to help help with that. Um, Likewise, prior to to everything that's happened over the course of the last few weeks, there was a real push on pricing positions and more commercial roles, which was helping driving firm profitability anyway. And and whilst uh, I don't foresee brand new hiring in the next three months, I I would see a a, a refocus into those areas um, over the next sort of three three to six months as well as roles that are seen as more business critical. Um, and we're certainly still seeing processes continue with areas like finance systems and slightly more techie uh, positions.
0: And Ben?
2: Yes, yeah, so on our side, uh, I think, again, it's those business critical roles, but we have also working with firms that have had live vacancies for quite some time, and if they're aligned to certain business sectors that really need individuals from outside of things, that looking at the business development to create as much opportunity for those um, firms as possible, then organisations are still pushing ahead with those hires. Uh, we've also uh, engaged with a firm on, on a social media role recently because that firm believes that uh, managing communication through this time is going to be critical for them and so they've signed that off as a, a business critical role and, and we're still engaging with firms on things like bids uh, and pursuits so where there are these revenue generating uh, roles firms still seem to be open to taking those processes further so um, so yeah there's, there's opportunities still out there
0: That was Ben Stevenson, Director of Business Development. Also taking part in the conversation was Matt Gardner, Director of Finance and Accounting, and Adam Silver, Associate Director for Business Advisory. Hopefully we've been able to provide you with some useful insight into the way many organisations with professional services are currently accessing and managing their recruitment needs, while of course maintaining a connected and motivated workforce at this time. Ambition are continuing to host various webinars And we'll be providing plenty more content to help support clients and candidates across the recruitment spectrum. These are going to range from interviewing tips and employee engagement to providing the very latest market salary information. Thank you so much for listening and goodbye.